This is Building Lifestyles, a show designed to help everyday Australians create a lifestyle that inspires them using property development strategies. On the show, you'll hear from everyday people changing their lives doing property development. You'll learn from their successes as well as some of the challenges they've faced along the way. We also talk to experts from a range of fields who share specialised techniques that you can use to accelerate your property journey. I'm your host, Amanda McEwen, and I'm the founder of The Rising Star Developer, and I'm really passionate about helping everyday Australians build lifestyle using property development. Welcome to another episode of Building Lifestyles, the podcast where we explore the world of property development and share valuable insights to help you build your dream lifestyle. I'm your host, Amanda McEwen, and today's episode is a special one. This 10th month of the year marks the 10-year anniversary of my journey in property development when I very first started, and I want to celebrate by sharing the top 10 lessons that I've learned over the past decade. But first, it's amazing to reflect on how far I've come since I very first embarked on this journey back in 2013. Back then, I had a simple idea. I needed change, a way to create wealth and an income stream that would allow me to get rid of my mortgage and leave my job. I wanted to have more control over my time and be present for my young family. Little did I know that this decision would lead me to doing more than I ever thought possible 10 years ago. Just 18 months after making the pivotal decision to learn property development, I banked my first two development deals, over $612,000. That not only cleared my mortgage, but it gave me the freedom of choice to leave my job and dive into property development full time. It was a complete leap of faith. And yes, it was really scary at the time. I'd faced so many challenges and battled self-doubt but I've never once regretted that decision. Fast forward to today and I've successfully completed over 19 projects, creating more than 77 homes with a total value exceeding over $43 million in revenue. Just reading that blows my mind. Because when I started, all I wanted to do was to clear my mortgage. If someone had said to me at the time that I would achieve this, I would have said, you know what? You're talking about someone else. I had dreams at the time Even they seemed unreachable. Little did I know that I would absolutely smash these goals. The reason I share this with you is that if you're listening right now, thinking about a small goal that will have a big impact in your life, I challenge you to dream bigger. I even started a new business, The Rising Star Developer, in 2020, where I now teach others to embark upon their own small-scale property development journey. I'm proud to say that I've now got over 500 students across Australia and I've shared my knowledge and experience with tens of thousands of more. It's incredible to look back because my initial goal was simply to get rid of my mortgage and gain control over my time. And that's just evolved into something now so much bigger. My mission now is to be the most trusted property educator in Australia. The path to achieving that goal lies in genuinely helping my students and others find success in property development completing and banking profitable deals that helps eliminate debt, helps provide time freedom, and offers choice as to the life they desire. So in honour of this 10-year milestone, I'd like to share my top 10 lessons learnt throughout this journey. These lessons have the power to fast-track your success 
and help you avoid costly mistakes or waste time like I did and learn the hard way. So let's dive in. Lesson number one, risk first, profit second. This is a concept that I constantly drum into my students and apply to my own deals. So what does it mean? It means always prioritize minimizing risk at all stages of a deal before considering the profit. What can happen when you're searching for deals is that the numbers can bring out the greed gland in you and have you dreaming about what you're going to do with the profits at the expense of looking objectively at a deal. A deal should be proving itself to you first. So for example, that huge tree in the front yard can be overlooked by the dollar signs in the six-figure profit that your feasibility is spitting out. The undersized blocks numbers can have you turning a blind eye to the site's lack of compliance. We want to make sure that the site has to prove itself first before we start thinking about business class overseas holiday, the new car or upgrading your home. So always be thinking risk first, profit second. Lesson number two, start with the end in mind. When entering into a deal, we always want to be thinking about our exit strategy. This is a crucial risk mitigation strategy. So what does it actually mean? It means considering how you're going to get out of your project when you're getting into it. How are you going to sell the product that you're going to create? Who is your target market? What product does your target market actually even want? What sales and marketing strategies are you going to use to minimize your risk exposure? These are all things which we're thinking about when we're doing our due diligence on a site right at the beginning of a deal. This key risk mitigation strategy will save lots of pain and sleepless nights down the track. So always be starting with the end in mind. Lesson three, create products for your target market. This lesson drills down further from lesson two, where we start with the end in mind. When doing development, you're creating homes for somebody else, not you. Your likes and dislikes are not important. You may love fancy two-story French provincial inspired homes, but your first home buyer might simply want a modern cost-effective house with an understated color scheme. Understand your target market's preference and build that. Do they want two bedroom, one bathroom? Or perhaps your target market is families and they want four bedrooms, two bath, double garage. But what if the zoning on your site allows for townhouses, but your target market wants single story? Build what your market wants. If the numbers stack up, you'll be able to offload your product so much faster. Selling your product faster means reducing your risk and you getting paid quicker. Lesson number four. Relationships are key. Whether that's your personal or business relationships, you always need to prioritize them. Whether in personal or business matters, always prioritize your relationships. They are more valuable than the immediate profit or temporary challenges you're experiencing. Every project will teach you something new. Each project will test you in different ways. You'll need to have challenging conversations at some stage of a project. Whether that's with your partner, your loved one, because they're freaking out that the product is not selling fast enough, or perhaps your build cost comes in higher than expected, impacting your profitability and requiring you to ask for more money from your investor or joint venture partner. Or perhaps your build time is taking way too long and you need to have a tough conversation with your builder to get them back on track. 
Challenging conversations are just part of the game. But it's important that these conversations, regardless of how challenging they can be, are done with respect and the greater relationship in mind. Deals come and go, but relationships last a lifetime. Lesson number five, keep the bigger picture in mind. In moments of frustration or setback, remember why you started. When you're knee-deep in a project, it can be hard to keep your mind focused on the amazing home that you're creating for your target market. That poor quality trade that needs to rectify their work. The messy site with building materials thrown everywhere. The tradie who leaves their leftover steak in the living room of your home under construction. So many things will frustrate and test you throughout a project. This is the time to remember what you're creating. You're building homes for others to create memories. You're earning profit to help you and your family have the financial means to live a life that inspires you. Don't forget the bigger picture when the day-to-day challenges come up. It will help you keep challenges in perspective so you don't lose sight of the bigger picture. Lesson six, your health is your wealth. Never sacrifice your physical or your mental health for wealth. This is a biggie. During a project or life, really, your health, both physical and mental, will be tested. Always remind yourself, though, that your well-being is your number one priority. Banking six or seven-figure profits means nothing if you're too sick to enjoy it. Repeatedly working till late at night at the expense of sleep will wear you down. Sacrificing movement to sit at a desk in front of a computer the whole day will tighten your muscles and impact the way you feel. Letting challenges stress you out and get the better of you instead of taking time to rest, unwind, breathe will dampen the success of your project. Think about what you need to do to improve your health. Is it going to bed and waking up at regular times so you can get a minimum of seven hours sleep? Is it drinking two litres of water a day? Is it prioritising 30 minutes movement a day? Is it factoring in five-minute reset breaks after every 60 to 90 minutes of focused work? Is it simply waking up and thinking of three things to be grateful for? Is it giving your partner or your child a hug? By keeping your physical and your mental health a priority over a business deal, you'll be better placed to navigate the inevitable challenges that will come your way. Lesson seven, always have a buffer. Never commit all your available resources to a deal. It is so important to always maintain a financial buffer so that you can handle any unexpected challenges that may come your way. What do I mean by this? If you say have $500,000 to put towards a deal, but this is the only money you have, whether that's cash or equity, then consider keeping, say, 100 k aside as a buffer that you don't touch. Call this your rainy day account, your contingency, your sleep well at night account, whatever name connects with you but you need to have those funds set aside. That way, if a financial curveball comes your way, you know that you're going to have the funds to weather the storm. Surprises are almost the norm in a deal, so you always want to have a buffer to help you deal with those surprises. At the end of the day, keeping a roof over your head and food on the table is a priority, so don't use all of your funds that may risk you being able to do that or risk your deal. Lesson eight, always take responsibility. Always own both the success and failures of your decisions and actions. When things go right or wrong, own it. Never pass the buck, blame, or put your head in the sand. 
as uncomfortable as it will be at times, you'll always be better off when you own the good and the bad of your decisions and your actions. I had a project a few years ago where we were hit with a number of curveballs that impacted the profitability of our deal. Firstly, council required us to change two of the four homes from three-bedroom townhouses to two-bedroom townhouses. This hit our feasibility as two bedders sold for 40 to 60K less than a three-bedder. We then got another hit when our build costs came in higher than budget. We had balconies on these homes which were expensive. Also, the two bedders end up coming in a lot more expensive than we were anticipating. I remember when the build tenders were coming in, my stomach was churning as I could see the impact this was having on our numbers. As the project owner, I had to take responsibility for this. It was my job to speak with the builders to understand why the build costs were. It was my job to speak with the builders to understand why the build costs were at the prices that they were. It was my responsibility to be open and transparent with my joint venture partner about what was happening. I could have chosen to put my head in the sand and hope that it would sort itself out down the track, but that's no way to run a project or a business. I took responsibility. I was open and transparent about what had happened, why it happened, and the impact this issue was having on our feasibility. We took a 100K hit, but the relationship weathered the storm, and we've gone on to do many more projects together. Had I not taken responsibility for what was happening, we wouldn't have done more deals together, which is more than offset that 100K loss. In that deal, we still banked a six-figure profit, so it wasn't all that bad. Lesson number nine, celebrate your success. Don't forget to acknowledge and celebrate your achievements. This is a crucial part of the journey. We're always running 100 miles an hour. With technology, we can do everything so much quicker than before, but we all seem busier than ever. Typically, you're finishing off one project and then racing on to the next. One of the many things that I teach my students in the final module of the Developer Project online course is to celebrate your success. Take a moment to reflect on what you've achieved. Do something special to reward yourself for the journey that you've been on and the results you've achieved. It doesn't have to be anything extravagant, but make it part of your process to celebrate your wins. Every year inside the Inner Circle, we have a six or seven figure club to celebrate students who bank a six or seven figure profit in that year. It's an amazing way for the community to celebrate the success of those students. It also inspires those who are starting out or mid-project to want to be recognised and for those that have achieved this milestone, it really boosts them up and makes them acknowledge and reflect on their achievements. It doesn't have to be a big milestone either. Even simply acknowledge when you show up each week and do what you said you'd do is celebrating your success. So make sure you factor this into your journey because life's too short not to celebrate your wins. Lesson 10, remember your why. Being clear on what's truly important to you is so important. This is one of the first lessons that I teach inside the Inner Circle, finding your why. Know your why. Be crystal clear on why you're starting this journey in the first place. This will evolve as your life, growth and success evolves, but being crystal clear on your why will help you overcome the inevitable hurdles that will cross your path. It will keep you motivated when giving up seems like the easier path. A tip though, be sure to make sure that your why is bigger than yourself. We can often let ourselves off the hook if we're challenged, but when our why is bigger than ourselves, we don't want to let others down, so we'll keep on going. Also, regularly remind yourself why you do what you do. It'll make this journey so much more worthwhile. 
Your why will evolve as you do, but it will guide you through the tough times and keep you motivated. So let's get crystal clear on what's important to you. So look, that's my top 10 lessons. There are so many more, but they're fundamentally the 10 key lessons that I really draw on in my deals today. So to recap, lesson one, risk first, profit second. Lesson two, start with the end in mind. Lesson three, create products for your target market. Lesson four, relationships are key. Lesson five, keep the bigger picture in mind. Lesson six, your wealth is your health. Lesson seven, always have a buffer. Lesson eight, always take responsibility. Lesson nine, celebrate your success. And lesson 10, remember your why. Hope these lessons from my past 10 years connect with you in some way and inspire you to persevere through the challenges and keep pushing forward. Remember, success is a journey and results will come as long as you show up and stay committed. It's only a matter of time. In the meantime, I'm here to help motivate and be your biggest cheerleader. If you have any questions or need guidance, feel free to reach out. Thank you for joining me on this special episode of Building Lifestyles. Here's to the next 10 years of growth, learning and success in property development and life. Until next time, let's continue building our dream lifestyles together. Thank you so much for listening. This is Building Lifestyles, a show designed to help everyday Australians create a lifestyle that inspires them using property development strategies. This podcast was produced by the Rising Star Developer. We've been helping Australians realise their financial and lifestyle goals since 2020. We play a pivotal role in educating, supporting and celebrating the goals and successes of our students and our community. To find out how we can help you realise your property, wealth and lifestyle goals, head to our website www.risingstardeveloper.com.au To make sure you don't miss an episode of Building Lifestyles, be sure to subscribe to and follow the show in your favourite podcast app. And while you're there, leave us a five-star review as it really helps others find the show. I'm Amanda McEwen and we'll be back next episode with more tips on how you can build your lifestyle.